Hello and welcome back to another episode of the True Blue Sport Podcast, episode 8. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host, the man, Eddie Nichols. <laughs> episode 8. Episode 8. Jeez. It's flying. It is flying. It, it's flying. Time's slipping away, Never James. thought we'd get to 8 episodes. Time's slipping away. You know, yeah, well, We're grinding. Yeah. We thought we would have went bankrupt by now, but... Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's okay. We're here. We're still here. We are. I don't know if how much longer, because we're running out of money. Mm, we are. Anyone yeah. want to um, donate us some yeah, money? Yeah, go fund me. Yeah, go fund me. Um, we're trying to raise ten thousand dollars. Yeah, to get a new company car. You know, you invest in this podcast. You know, you get better content. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's that's what it is. You know, not even that you can see the studio, but we'd be making some upgrades. Oh, tell you what, the right. surrounds of this place. Like, you know, some noises going on and shit. You know, we need a. I think we need we need money to buy a boat. A boat. We need to buy a boat. That's, that's what we're raising money for. We're not we'll do the podcast on a boat. Yeah. So there's no noise yes. around. Yes. That's a great. Show. That's what we're doing. Right, um, yeah. If you want to send some money for a boat, we're just we're send buying it to a us boat, and we're buying we'll get boat. better content. So, yeah, right exactly right. Exactly anyway, right. A month before footy, feels like Christmas, doesn't it? It does. How it's many about? Yeah, a month, four weeks, four maybe weeks. longer, five weeks. Tell you what, I cannot wait. This is better than Christmas. It is. Yeah, you know, anticipation before this is better than Christmas. I'd say approaching the footy season because oh. Christmas isn't the same. Let's be honest. Yeah, as you get older, Christmas just isn't the same anymore. You know, it's you don't you don't wake up and open up, you know, your new remote control car. You know, you wake up and you open up a gift voucher for somewhere. It's yeah. just it's not the same. You know what I mean? It is. You're so right. if mum and dad are listening, I want a remote control car <laughs> next Christmas. <laughs> nah, well, but leading up the footy season, very exciting, exciting times, James. Cannot wait. So five more episodes, roughly, until we start getting into the footy chat. You know, we do uh, round previews and reviews, all that sort of stuff. All our that tips. jazz. All that jazz. So, yeah, can't wait for that. Anyway, latest major news. Not footy right now. We're going to start talking about the Australian Open. You can't not talk about it. What a night for the Aussies. Saturday night, Ash Barty, a cult hero, wins the Women's Australian Open. She becomes the first Aussie women in 44 years to win it. From 5-1 down in the second set to come back and win. How good was that? I was going to say, Incredible. not only did she win, she came back from 5-1 down in the second set. It's like, off. watching watching that that Collins lady, yeah. like, do her, her, you know, fist pumps and everything, come on, all that yeah, stuff. she loves a Collins, doesn't she? And then, you know, she, yeah, what, she went 4, 4, was it 3-0? And then it went 3-1, 4-1, yeah. 5-1, I think. I think yeah. it was that. And she got a five iron. She's like, you know, I've won. Mm. And everyone, I think everyone, including me, just kind of thought, well, Ash Barty's going to write this set off. Yeah. She'll come back out next set. She wins. She wins again. She wins again. And she breaks her. And all of a sudden, it's 5 4 and she's got the serve. And it's like, here she is. The and scenes. then doesn't even, doesn't even force a, a tie break. She forces a 7 5 win. I don't know much about tennis, but I'll tell you what, she is a gun. It was exceptional. Tennis. A great performance. It was by exceptional. Her. As was the King and the Cock, Special K. <laughs> wins the men's doubles. In the first full Aussie team to win it since the late nineties. In the same night. Yeah, same That's night. Crazy. It was crazy. I stayed up and I watched both of them. Um I did uh, shoot me, I didn't watch a lot of the Australian Open, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not a massive tennis guy, but I'll watch the tennis. But that night I watched both of them and it was just awesome. And you know, luckily for us, it was an all-Australian final. So, obviously, it was yeah. Ebden, Ebden and Purcell and the other team. It didn't really matter, but everyone was, like, you know, going for the king. Honestly, I would have rathered it be, you know, some some Russians or, you know, yeah. some people that I just didn't like. But, mm. you know, because it's, be like. yeah, it's Aussies on the other side, yeah. whoever won. Obviously, I was going for king and the cock, but yeah. whoever won, it would have been like, you know, Elisa's an Aussie. If yeah, exactly. they beat, you know, yeah, some some Czechs, some, you know, Russians nice, or some Yugoslavians yeah. or something like that. Like Medvedev. If he was yeah, oh, speaking of Medvedev losing. Yes, Rafael Nadal Big wins Rafa. the men's singles Big from Raf. two sets down. Incredible. That was, that was great. It was really, really good because I just wanted Medvedev to lose so unbelievably yeah, bad. He had some, like, controversial... Things yeah, that he's doing in that tournament was the it? whole thing. Like he was just blowing up a lot of people, and the whole thing was happening with Sissy, like Sissy Pass, when he was getting coaching tips from his dad. Yeah. Not good from Sissy Pass, mm. but after Medvedev won, you don't go and then abuse the umpire yeah. the way that he did. You Even know, you, the- you talk to him and you say he was doing this wrong, and the umpire would go, "Okay, we'll look into it." You don't go, you know, pretty much saying 
I'm a better and more successful person yeah. than you. You listen to me. Hmm. You know, that's what he was saying. I was like, just calm down, man. You just won. Yeah, but even like yelling at the ball kids, that was what. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, how low can shocking. You go? It was like Joe Hart. He just remember, had remember that video? Him, didn't he? Remember that video of Joe Hart? Do when what? he's getting the... He goes, oh, yeah. Give me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> of the ball yeah. kid. Yeah, that was so funny, but... Yeah, he's a bit of a bad man, this Medvedev. He is. He I've is. only heard of him, like, in this tournament. I've never heard of him before, but... And then he had a sulk when he lost yeah. in the press conference and everything. He was like, yeah, oh, me, 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 Yeah, he sounds like he has a lot of excuse for everything. Can't yeah. just blame himself for it, but... Yeah. And then... Blame the crowd and all that sort of stuff, like... Yeah, yeah, geez. exactly, exactly. Like, it's just annoying. Just play. It's just annoying, but... Uh, the women's doubles, I don't even want to try to pronounce their names. It was the Czech, like the Czech ladies' yeah. top seed. They took it out, so congratulations to them. Unfortunately, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I didn't even watch... That. I watched like the last 40 minutes, half an hour of the Rafa game, and that's it. I was just... I was honestly in it for the Aussies. Yeah, I didn't watch much of that, but here's some couple stats for you. It's his first Oz Open win since 2009, which was his first, and he's now won 21 Grand Slams and yep. has broken the deadlock between himself, Federer, and Djokovic. Who is the GOAT? Oh, geez. Who's the That's goat? That's question for you right now. Oh, I'm not a big tennis fan. I'll probably say Federer. Federer? Like Federer, yeah. I'll probably say Federer. Um, just because I, I like Nadal. I'm not a massive fan of Djokovic. I know that he's yeah. a great tennis player. He's much younger. Apparently, like, he's obviously he's got 20 Grand Slams, as does Federer, and he's only, what, 26 or something? So, yeah. you know, he probably could become the goat. Yeah. I don't know much yeah. about tennis, but at the, the moment... The way that I look at it, Federer's just a great man also. And so is yeah, Nadal. Yeah. Like, they're both just yeah. great men. Yeah, and Djokovic, you know, yeah. that drama about the whole Yeah, day. yeah. He was, he's been a bit of a weirdo when it came to the mm. whole vax and going out when you're positive and whatnot. I don't really know exactly what happened, but taking into account the actual person and tennis ability, I'm going to go with Federer. He's yeah. my goat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get flamed for that because, again, I'm not a big tennis man. Yeah, neither. So I don't really know either. I'll just agree with you. Federer's a goat. Federer. Yep. And Nadal. Nadal's a, probably a close second. I like Nadal better, but... We'll say Federer, righto. Speaking of goats, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, uh, the code switch, Jimmy. Yeah, you know, we're a sports channel here, so we've got exactly. to talk all things sport. Don't tell us we only talk footy, you exactly. know, because we haven't even talked footy yet. I mean, NFL, it's not footy. It's no, similar, but no. Tom Brady retires, you know, the goat. The goat. The goat. I don't watch much NFL, but I know he's the goat. He's the goat. He is. He should be the undisputed goat, in my opinion, yeah. but people, people like to dispute mm. it. So... We were actually talking about, at the dinner table the other night, we were talking about, is there an undisputed goat in any sport where everyone agrees that one person is the goat? I, I don't think so. The closest we got was surfing and skating. Yeah. Kelly Slater and Tony Hawk. Yeah. The, that's the closest well, I mean, we got. I don't know much NFL, like I said, but Tom Brady, like, who else is there? I don't, I don't know, man. But, like, it's, it's people, and I think it's a lot of times people that, don't like Tom Brady, like to say yeah. that people are better than him. You know what I mean? Mm. In my opinion, you know, he is the goat and he should be the undisputed goat. I, again, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched a game yeah, of NFL no. in my life, but yeah. I know Something in my head that Tom Brady, yeah. you know, he's the goat. Mm. It's Tom Brady. And he so, went, he went a bit longer than he should have. Like I've seen that. Um, well, he's been playing since before we were born. Yeah. And that, do you, you know, that bloke um, that was talking crap about him. I think he was one of the commentators or something saying that, have you seen that TikTok? And he's like, Oh, He's done, and this is in 2015. Then he goes like 2016. He says, "Oh, this guy's done. He should retire. He no. won't. He won't play in 2017." And then no. like he keeps saying it every every year. And then in like I think when they when he won last year, when he won last yeah. year, he's like, "I admit, yeah, I was I wrong." Was wrong. Yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. and then yeah, I thought that was pretty. And weird, that's, like, that's that's crazy to think because the longevity of his career mm. is insane. It's unheard he's of. Proving a lot of people wrong, like unheard of in so many sports, and especially in such a contact heavy sport. You know, like you get someone like Kelly Slater. He's I think he's 49. Yeah. and But, you know, he's a surfer. Well, mm. so you've got to be fit and everything. You know, it's not technically... Well, it's not a contact sport. And you get someone in, like, the NFL who has been playing since we were born or before we were born. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think... Don't don't quote me on that because I could be just talking out of my ass. But. And it's probably, like, just... Because, like, surfing is an individual sport. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, I'm, I'm not, like, comparing... Yeah, the physicality of it. Because, obviously, yeah. Tom Brady, he would have to be so much fitter mm. and more, like, stronger and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I'm just comparing, like, you know, you can still be a bit older in other sports, but for him to do it in something like the NFL yeah. is just crazy. Yeah. And to be so successful over even even this late in his career, you know, last year, won Super Bowl again. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Great stuff. 
So congratulations, Tom Brady. You know, yes. He's well well earned rest. I oh, think. Yeah, you know, he's like, there's a rumor that he might be going straight into a retirement village. You know, really? Yeah. He's, I think he's you know he's about seventy five years old. So yeah, well, he, yeah. he's going straight to a retirement should. village. You know, he's probably not, made the best thing for him. Like the last the last his last game, he's got a bus booked to go straight to the nearest retirement village. Really? Yep. Straight going, to bingo. Yeah. Straight to bingo. There you go. That's it. He's going That's straight his to bingo. Plan. We yeah. just leaked it. So yeah, he's going. He's going. If you didn't bingo. know. We just told you. He's going to win some, some championships. <laughs> right out onto the NRL news. A bit of dribble there, eh? <laughs> first things first, Kenny Bromwich has signed for the Dolphins. That was today, wasn't it? Yeah, confirmed today, yeah. I think. So, 3rd of February. It was rumoured, but... He's signed with the Dolphins, joining his brother in 2023. <laughs> Jeez, we're talking our retirement homes. Yes, yeah, so they've got now three Storm players, uh, the Bromwich brothers and Confuci. Um as well as it's interesting. Marky, Marky Nichols and what Ray Stone. Yeah, they're buying a lot of old players, you could say. Yeah, I think one of our mates uh, titled it as a retirement village. Um, yeah, that's, the that's yeah, Forbesy. He's talking about retirement yeah. villages. I mean, at the uh, moment you could say that. Yeah, at the moment you definitely could. I've heard from the guru. He said that there's a the lot guru. of young players that yeah, they have, they have confirmed signed a lot of young players that they're not willing to release yeah. yet, which is fair. You know, they're only young, so yeah. you don't want to sway the public eye, I guess, but. That, that so that's good. And I mean, it's I mean, not a bad signing. Like, it's not a bad signing. Experience with his brother, having both of them there, you know, and then as having well as Kafusi, having the storm back row and or front row. Like, yeah, you can't complain of that. No, really. no, no, no. You cannot. You definitely. So, yeah, it's cannot. not a bad signing. Um, Tino has been named as captain for the Titans in 2022. Youngest, He's only 21 years old. Youngest captain of 2022. Yep, and played 49 club games. Good that's, on him. Yeah, good on him. You know, I mean, you could say Kevin Proctor. Or Jared Wallace, but you know Tino's been given the reins. You know he's um he's a well, great yeah, player. I, I just he think deserves it. That that means they're gonna try and train him now as the captain, and then hold on to him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, he's there for five years, so yeah. yeah. And then they're gonna train him now as a captain, hold on to him in that captain role, and by you know by the time his career's developing, well not developing, sorry, developing to its end almost. Yeah, he'll just be a very seasoned captain. Mm. As he's already only twenty one, and he's already the captain. So you know, in f- in five years' time, if they stick with him, if he goes well, you know, it's it's a great great idea. Yeah, it is. Also, speaking of captains, Reynolds has been confirmed as the captain of the Brisbane Broncos. No surprises here. I think we all expected it. Yep. You know, Reynolds is a very experienced player. He's in the halves. You know, he deserves it. Um, good on him, Reynolds. 2023, uh, 2022, it's going to be a good year for America. Yeah, yeah, not much to say on that, just fair enough. Yeah. It, it wasn't a matter of if it was going to happen, it was a matter of when, yeah. in my opinion. So, it's, so that's been confirmed. It's been confirmed and released. Um, West Tigers have re-signed Stefano Utkamano and he's remaining at the club until 2025 after inking a two-year contract extension on Monday. So I think he was already signed till twenty twenty three. Yeah, I think but yeah, an extra two years, so twenty twenty five. Two years left, yeah, on on this one already. Uh, you know, he was a para junior. Uh, don't know what we were doing, letting him go, but yeah, he's What's para. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the idea. He's at the Tigers now, and he seems to be, you know, I would put him in the same category as sort of a Haas. You know, he's obviously not Haas yet, but yeah, one yeah. of those players, he could yeah. become like that. He's very strong and powerful, so. Stefano, uh, that's that's good for him. I mean, great for the Tigers. Good for him. Great for the Tigers. Uh, well, is it, well, sure, it's good for him. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, if the Tigers can could get be going for him, but yeah. <laughs> you know, he could be signing at one yeah, of the exactly. better clubs. But you know, he's stuck by it, so good on him and great for the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, to the Warriors, Tongan and Force Adam Finnell Blake will remain at the Warriors for another five seasons after extending his contract. <laughs> Jeez, how old is he? Oh, he'd be getting on, I think. By the time, and maybe, I think he's around 28, maybe, 29, 28. Let's have a quick fact check there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's oh, a Yeah, he's, a beast. He's, he's an absolute beast. On his days, pressing, in, in, you know, in my eyes, I've got Payne Haas as the best prop in the game. One step below that, I've probably got, you know, Fish Harris, JF, JFH, and then on Fanil Blake's day, he's better yeah. than JFH. Like last he year, can, he, he was can incredible be better than JFH. Injured. injured. So, you know, that, that logic in mind, he's a minimum yeah. top five Prop, top, probably top three prop. He's 26, know? so he'll be 31 by the time he sort of yeah, runs, finishes. So. That's, that's all right. I mean, he'll he'll die off a little bit, mm. but he'll still have that go. I yeah. have no doubt that he'll have Once again, great for the Warriors. So. Keeping him there. Um, Canterbury has confirmed the signing of centre Reese Hoffman from the Tigers on a one-year deal. Not much to say there. Don't really know him, but 
I think he's pretty decent, you know. Yeah, they need it. After looking they needed at, a centre. Yeah, after looking at the Canterbury's backs last week, you know. Yeah. They're probably lacking yeah. their um, yeah. depth, so not a bad signing. Apparently yeah. he's decent. Um, the Storm have upgraded exciting prospect Jack Howlers to a long five-year deal. Yeah, this one's interesting because the Storm, I think this well, is we, like... We, we talked about that last week. I think we mentioned it. We didn't talk about it yeah, much. Yeah, right, right. Because he's on the five years, two and a half million dollars. Yeah, like... Storm never really do more than like no, especially especially on a young player like that. Like not even Cameron Smith, Billy Slade, Cooper Cronk. They never got nothing more than maybe I don't know three years or anything. Five years for a player that hasn't played first grade yet. <laughs> I mean, they must say, he must future. be a beast. Mm. You know, I've seen a couple of things. And I think he's pretty good, but geez. Well, you know, in a an one hundred and five kilo school schoolboys rugby union yeah. powerhouse. Yeah, that's though, a um, great start for an NRL career, mm. and then. He he is rumoured to be able to play centres, back row. Yeah. By the sounds, he could even play a lock role as yeah, well. Yeah, I reckon so. they might turn him into a lock. I don't, that's just a random guess that I have. Yeah. But I reckon just because uh, the cheese is leaving next year, yeah. I reckon he's that next bloke to yeah. fill in that lock position. Five-year deal, you know, he well, might be building towards... the cheese is leaving next year, oh, yeah, so is the yeah. Bromwich brothers... Yeah, that's what you I mean. Know, like, so I reckon he might turn into that lock because he's very skillful and yep. he's powerful. Yeah. I reckon they might do that, but at the moment he's a centre. Yeah, I think the guru compared him to Angus Crichton. Like, he is yeah, he did. taller he did. and, yeah. like... Three kilos yeah, heavy or something? Than Angus Crichton. Than what he was. Because, yeah, he's, he's said, 19. Guru said he watched some schoolboys highlights yeah. and he said they really, really reminded him of And Crichton's in the back row, so he can play back row, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, that's great for the Storm and very good for young Howarth. Geez, we're 19 years old, imagine... Us inking a two point five million dollar deal for five years. You know what's sad? It's very sad. I can't imagine it. I can't. I can't physically imagine <laughs> signing a five year deal at any kind of professional sporting club. Oh, would, would be nice, wouldn't that's, it? That's where, that's that's how far away I am. What are you doing at nineteen? Talking about this bloke? Talking about nothing. Yeah. Well, talking about you know another nineteen year yeah. old who is succeeding superior than us, succeeding greatly at life. So. <laughs> That's Good all right. Mate. That's all right. Look, if you want to get on the potty, you know, I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, you're a young bloke. You know, we have, Let's we have, mates. we have reaches into the far depths of NRL clubs. Yeah. You know, I promise. I promise. We we know everyone. In I'll all give the clubs. Craig a ring tomorrow. Let him know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll become mates, mate. I was actually know. speaking to Wayne, like Wayne Bennett, on the phone before about Howarth. Really? Yeah, he was saying how he could have easily snagged him up, but he let Craig have him. So. Oh. Yeah, like and then Wayne, eh? going, going for coffee tomorrow, me and Wayne. Right. So. Uh, no, business, mate. <laughs> <laughs> get him on the potty too. We'll take right him out and get. Right, out, yeah. yeah I'll, talk, I'll talk to you tomorrow over a latte. Nas. Speaking of the storm, Nas. Back to training. He's back at training. Yeah. So it's still unknown. So you're vaccinated or? It's still unknown. So right. that, that article I read, I think it was only posted yesterday, and it was just Cheese put a photo up on his story of Nas returning. But it's yet to be known if he's vaccinated. He's just allowed back to training. So I don't know whether that means he can play or not. Yeah, right. Because I feel like if he's not vaccinated, he's not going to be yeah. allowed to play, you know, other states and whatnot. Mm. Um, so whether he's just back to training and hasn't been vaccinated. I reckon, I reckon they, they'll let him play. But then you like the thing of Asiata like comes up like why was, wasn't he allowed to? Yeah. You know, that could be an issue. Exactly. So but if this that didn't was, happen, I reckon they'd let him. So, so this was... Um, Apparently, the, like the Victorian uh, like authorities and officials cleared him. So obviously, oh, right. ACR was yeah. playing oh, New so South NRL, Wales. Yeah. So NRL didn't. So I him. don't think uh, like obviously NRL are happy like because yeah. it's just going off the state laws. You mm. know what I mean? So I think they just kind of took a step back and said, right, uh, I guess you can go back to training. Yeah. And then NRL was like, okay. So I don't know if that's the same for mm. New South Wales yet. I One think thing I didn't know was Victoria. Um, Tamalolo wasn't vaccinated until really like last week or something. Well, I saw a post today saying that he was um, he got vaccinated, so like yeah, right. only a couple of days okay. ago. Yeah, so now he's back with the boys training. I don't know if he was before that, but yeah. I didn't know that. Um, um, NRL rules. Well, just quickly, did you know that eighty percent of players yeah. have contracted COVID? Yeah, I saw that last night. Actually, that's mental, man. The Eels, ninety-eight percent have got it. Ninety-seven percent, and one player hasn't. Nathan Brown, he's too good for it. Nathan Brown, Let's he's go. too much of a beast. He can't get it. Be scared, everyone in the NRL. Up he, just here run, he just runs over the top of COVID. He can't get COVID. He can't, he can't get tackled. He actually just punched it. He did. 
His gra- no, he saw it coming. His grandma. Remember his grandma? Oh, yeah. <laughs> his grandma said, no, you're not allowed to get it. And he was like, okay, I won't get it. That's, that's what happened. If, you're not, if you haven't got COVID, you know, you just, you know you're in for a good season. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's peak fitness. Yeah. He's going to be a beast this year, I reckon. So, I love my Nathan Brown. Sorry to interrupt you there. Some exciting rule changes, I think. Yes. Some very handy rule changes. These would have helped you in the GF, oh, not the GF, sorry, the semi-final last year. I mean, yeah, would have, but you yeah. know, we're not going to talk about that because that is a very controversial topic. It is. That annoys me. But uh, so the first one that I that, that I saw that I like, uh, trainers can only stop time or play for a head injury. That's it. Yeah, that's great. Good year. So that's it. So they can't just, you know, like what they did. Because what was the rule? If you call stoppage to play, the person has to go off. Yeah. And they, but that was still, you know, a free substitution. Yeah, which is a joke. Um, a free substitution and time stops. So that was that's good. Um, talking as free substitutions, it's only now apparently for sin bins and send offs. That's good. So you can't have a free sub for that kind of stuff. Exactly. It's only so sin if bins someone has a knee injury and they go, oh, I've got a concussion. Yeah. There's no point in doing that because yep. they're not going to get a free sub. Yeah, exactly. So that's great. Great rule by the NRL. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, there's the 22. This won't be as important for people. Uh, but 22 players listed on the team list Tuesdays yep. like announced. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad for Supercoach. It, yeah. Supercoach players out there. Yeah. That's that's the only people it's really going to matter to. So uh, other than that, it's not really going to be affect, uh, affect, affect the casual viewer. Yeah. I mean, might, you might be able to have a look at the maybe players from 20th to 22nd go. Yeah. And they might get a crack next week. Yeah. But besides that. It doesn't really change anything. And then the the last major one that we have spoke about before, but I'll just mention it quickly again, uh, six agains within the team's own 40 metres are penalties. Now, I I thought it was only offsides, but the graphic that I saw just said six agains inside their own 40s are penalties. So I don't know if that's ruck infringements now as well. Right. So it could be ruck infringements and offsides, but when I first saw it, it was only offsides. So I don't know if they've changed it again. So keep your ears out for that. But yeah. they're the rule changes so far. Not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. Should Pretty speak, good. Should make the game better this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully, not as many you know controversial calls as uh, there was last year. I don't think Gus will be having as many disgusting oh rants. You know, I loved Gus's rants last year. Yeah. When you think it's something to rant about, he loves a rant. Yeah, well, just like when he looked into the camera, he got real deep into the camera's eyes. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it's a different game. Just, just not happy. Like, uh, but I, lo- I loved Gus's rants, but I don't think there'll be as much call from this season. Yeah, because the rules are changing. And it's looking favourable. It is. It's looking favourable. Also, the Indigenous All-Stars versus Mary All-Stars. Yep. The squads have been named. Okay, for the Mary All-Stars, we've got Britton Nakora, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Dylan Walker, Aaron Clark, SN Masters, James Fisher-Harris, Jade Nikarima, Jazz Tavanga, Jordan Rapana, Joseph Tarpane, Kenny Bromwich, Kevin Proctor, Cody Nikarima, Morgan Harper, Pasami Solo, Pat Herbert, Remus Smith, Royce Hunt, TC Rabadi, and Tapua. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know how to say that. Sorry. I just said his last name, Tapua. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so that's a Mary squad. Do you want me to have a crack? Have you got it there? You want me to have that a crack? That last name there. There we go. What have we got? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who he plays for, but... Respect. He probably a gun. Yeah. Um, right, on to the Indigenous and All-Stars. We've got Albert Kelly, Alex Johnston, Andrew Fafida, Braden Trindle, David Fafida, Hemiso Tabuifido, Jack Bird, Jermaine Tanua Brown, Jesse Ramian, Josh Adokar, Josh Curran, Josh Kerr. <laughs> what is Josh's name? <laughs> uh, Katoni Staggs, Nico Hines, Ruben Cotter, Ryan James, Selwyn Cobbo, Tyrell Fui Mayano, mm-hmm. Will Kennedy, Will Smith. Nice. Nice. Jeez. Some tough names there. But yeah, they're, they're, they're got most of them. But that'll be, that'll be good. That'll, that'll be, be good. a very good game. You know, there's a lot of good players missing. You know, Cody Walker, uh, yeah. Jack Whiten isn't, aren't playing yep. for the Indigenous, but... Now, looking, looking at those old, teams on paper. The whole trail controversy as well, which we... Yes, jeez, forgot about that. Yeah, that was a big, big thing. Mm. But uh, it, seem, it seems, seems a, yeah, a bit a bit of a joke. You cons- can't play. Considering, I don't know, well, because what? He's allowed to play Charity Shield. Yeah, but he's not allowed to play this. He's and it doesn't count this. towards his suspension. See, yeah, see, that's just ridiculous. Anyway, I won't talk much about yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, in, looking at it on paper, Indigenous All-Stars, I reckon they've got them. Yeah. Like, the Mary All-Stars got some great plays in there. Yeah. But, you know, Dave Fafita, Katoni Staggs, Nico Hines. It's naughty, actually, eh? You know, 
That'll be good. Tabby Waifito. That'll be good. I think that's coming exciting. up soon too. Exciting. Yeah, no, it's February 8th, I think. February 8th. I think so. Two I think weeks. it's... Oh, no, it might be one day before the trials. I think trials starts on February 8th. Oh, yeah, too. Trials coming up too, aren't they? Trials coming up on February 8th. Yeah. If you've got Fox I'm, and, or KO, I'm pretty sure they're live streaming, so that'll be good to watch. Really? All games. Let's go. On Fox and KO. Lovely. I'm pretty sure. Lovely. Anyway, that's the news for this week. A lot of news. A lot of news, you know. But, discuss some different sports. Yeah. Can't say we're only a footy podcast. Exactly. Um, one, we listener have one, question. one quick listener question for this episode. It was Big Reg. Big Reg. Reggie Nichols. He just wants to know how the Dragon's going to go this season. Obviously. Big fan of the Dragon's Reg, is he? Yeah, yeah. Me and him, both both big yep. Dragon's fans. Um, obviously, they're going to end up in the grand final. It's just a matter of if they win or lose the grand Reg, final. Reg, don't listen to your brother, mate. Yeah, that's, it, that's what, you know, if they're going to win the grand final, if they're going to lose the grand final. They're obviously going to be there. We both know that, don't we? I mean, yes. Yes. Sure. Yep. See, so there you go. Sure. You heard it here first. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Righto. He reckons, Reg, your brother reckons that um, they're going to, you know, win the comp. So yeah, win the comp. If you want to believe your brother, believe him. Tyrell Sloan, Dallium. Dallium, Tyrell Sloan. Yep. How much is that paying? Should only be paying a buck 80. 5,000 to one? He should be paying a buck 80. He's a, she's a shoe in. No, but realistically, um, <laughs> if, we're be, if we're being real... I'd like to think they're floating somewhere from eight. I think eighth is probably their their, their roof, their ceiling. The peak. I think eighth is the, probably their roof. They could, you know, float down to, I'd say, 11. 11? I think so. Somewhere yeah, around I'd there. Yeah, probably ninth to 16th. <laughs> See, he's just no, saying no, that. No, no. He's ninth, just saying ninth that. To, ninth to 14th, I'll give him. He's just around that, that mark. So, you don't reckon they can make them at, the at their peak? Mm, right, eighth to fourteenth. Thanks, thank you. So yeah. we've got a chance to yeah. win the premiership if they play. If they play, no eighth, like the eighth and first round, they're out. No, like it's impossible. Okay, well, you're an idiot. That's impossible. You're an idiot. But there you go. There you go, Reg. Um, the mighty Red V storming home. But thanks for the question. Yes, yeah, thanks you know? for the question, Reg. Yeah, it's that's where right now I'm it's getting stuff because everyone else doesn't want to ask us questions anymore. Yeah, we're getting questions. No, we got heaps of questions. What are you talking about? We just got to pick one. We got to yeah, we got to yeah, sift through them. So. I got like thirty in my DMs. Wayne, I'll, I'll, I wonder if Wayne's going to ask me anything he wants me to discuss on the podcast. Just uh, ask him something and then say, yeah. give us a question, Wayne. Yeah. We need to talk about his dolphins a yes. bit more. His dolphins. If he's, know, got, he's, he's the best mates now. We are. We are. Big age difference, but you know, age is no barrier. Just, yeah, look, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing to be a friend of someone who is so powerful in the NRL game. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. The fact that he's older just proves that he has a lot more experience. And he's a great man to be around, despite what you may think. He's a great man to be around. People saying they never seen Wayne smile. I make him, you know, I I crack a joke. He laughs for thirty seconds every time. Actually, I got a big question here. Oh dear. Tomorrow, when you go up and see Wayne, yep. Do you shake his hand? He shakes my hand. Cause he's not a handshaker. Well, he shakes my hand. Does he? He makes an exception, and oh, then man, he gives you me are a, a hug. True blue member. Then so. he gives me a hug, and he pulls really? me in. A hug. Yeah, he pulls me in. Yep. Gives me a hug, embraces me. I mean, I don't think he's ever hugged anyone else but his wife, probably. So that's well, you know, the cameras weren't on. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know, it's it's a privacy thing. You know, we 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 like to we like to you know just have a good chat over coffee and we have a handshake and a little little embrace and we have a good time. You know, maybe get a little ham cheese croissant. Yep. Spice it up a little <laughs> bit. You know, maybe. I probably shouldn't be discussing my relationship with Wayne this much because it is you know he's a bit it's of a private. Yeah. Uh, my my friendships with people, you know, are not the viewers' concern, but just so you know, me and Wayne are best mates. All right, good luck with that meeting tomorrow. Thanks, mate. Hopefully, you get some good information. Thank for you. Us. Yeah, I will. I'll get the scoop. Righto. True Blue rankings are back. Yes. This week the great we are minds. ranking each NRL club's forwards. So this is not including the hooker because next week we are doing the spines. If you haven't already listened, yep. last week we did the backs. This week, we are doing the forwards. Next week, we're doing the spines. Hookers are in the spines, yep. ladies and And once again, this is based off uh, predictions I've seen online of the team's yep. starting forward pack and just a bit of our knowledge as well, what we've heard. Yep. But to begin... this Well, just, just before we start, this was extremely hard. This is harder than the backs. And, you know, like, I thought that was hard. Like three times harder. Like the, the forward packs in the comp this year... Are so good. All of them are just good. Yes, that's but, what I'm saying. Right, they are all so good. None of them just, are bad. We just had to. We give had them, to rank them. We had to give them a ranking. You know, we promised that we would. We didn't know it would be this hard, but it is. And you know, that's okay. But you just can't get angry at us. 
because we'll try and explain. Yep. Righto, straight into it. Number one, as was the same last week, the Sydney Roosters are at the top. It's unbelievable. To be 9.3 out of 10. It's unbelievable. They had a 9.2 last week with their backs, but, you know, their team is ridiculous. You know, yeah. they got 13 players here in the forwards. they got uh, Jared Warrior Hardgraves and Takiyaho in the front row. You know, that is just beast. Beast front row. And the back row is incredible. Angus Crichton, arguably the best second row in the comp. Yep. Victor Radley, arguably one of the best locks in the comp. Yep. And Tupanua, arguably one of the best young guns in the yep. comp. I don't know if he's young, but like... Yeah, just yeah he's in. only burst onto yeah, the like, scene recently. That yeah. is... I don't know what to say. That's insane. And then you move on to the bench and you've got someone as good as Lindsay Collins, oh. who will be, honestly, in my opinion, pressuring Takeaho yeah. for his starting role. Even Warrior Hardgraves. Yeah, he'll be pressuring for the starting role. That's how good this, this bloke is. Nat Butcher, Egan Butcher, Fletcher Baker. Don't really know who Fletcher Baker mm. is, to be honest. Like, you know, besides only Col- Lindsay Collins, you know, those other players aren't really experienced, but Yeah, you know, Nat, still- Nat Butcher's still good. Yeah. Um, so that that's just mental. That shouldn't, it shouldn't be argued yeah. that that's the top. They've also got Daniel uh, Fafida, Ben Thomas, Renouf Atoni, and Nafoa White. So, yeah, that team is very sh- – uh, forward pack is very strong. Again, apologies if we butcher these names. Yeah. And shout out to Jimmy for gathering all this oh. information. Again, he's just he's just a goat. the program, mate. He's a goat. Anything for the program. Also, sorry for a change of subject, please go check out the TikTok. Yeah. Jimmy has been slaving away. <laughs> At edits. Okay, I promise you, this man is a very, very talented individual when it comes to editing. I promise. Thanks, mate. So once again, it's all for the program. We've got to do what we've got to do. He he does. I like, I he, like does the edits, the, so. he does all the TikTok. So please go check him out because they yeah. are honestly crazy Blow them good. Up. They are crazy good. Thanks, mate. Righto, on to the Eels. At number two, the Paramount Eels, my boy. <laughs> he just gave it away. He yeah, said, no, onto no, the Eels." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the name. Yeah, yeah. Look, fair enough. Fair my enough. boys at the number two. They've also got 13 players in their forward squad. Um, they've got a 9.1 out of 10, so point two below the beast forward pack of the Sydney Roosters. Yeah, yeah I'd say deserved too. I think it's deserved very, very thoroughly. You know, Junior Paulo and RCG, that front row is almost I'd unmatched. Say. Almost unmatched. I'd say that's better than the Roosters, personally. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, sure, sure. It's unmatched. By the back row, go. I'd have to give the... Give it to the Roosters. Yeah, yeah, Pabali and Crichton, you're going to give that to Crichton. Pabali is still young. Mm. You know, he's very good. Uh, Ryan Madison, Tupanua. Sorry, I shouldn't really be comparing them, should I? We do that before the show, but anyway. Right. Ryan Madison, still a gun. Uh, Nathan Brown, you know. Oh, he's a dog. Dodging COVID. Fight. I reckon he's throwing punches. <laughs> like, just when he's walking around, you know, just punching the virus away. <gasps> he's too strong for COVID. He is too strong for COVID. I'm telling you, his grandma doesn't want him to get it, so he's not going to get it. <laughs> do you remember when he punched a bloke and his grandma, like, yeah. was so angry at him? Yeah, that was, that was a funny video, that. Uh, and got Murata Niakore, who I reckon... Would push Madison for a starting spot. Yep. When Madison is, um, you know, last year he wasn't, didn't have the great, some performances weren't great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you also got Ray Stone, who's a beast, Sean Lane, and Oregon Kafusi. You've also got Bryce Cartwright, Makahisi, Makatoa, Wirumu Grieg, and David Hollis. Wirumu Grieg, have you seen him? I haven't seen him. He is massive. Really? He is massive. He's only 19, I think, and he's. Maybe the third heaviest in the NRL, oh if you include him in like geez, the whole man. NRL. Like I think Paulo's 125. I'm pretty sure he's 124, roughly. Oh, my God. And he's 19. He's massive. He's pretty good, too. But, but that, yeah, that, very that, strong. That's a strong rotation. A lot Ray, of depth, I'd say. Ray Stone probably needs to work on his passing from... Yeah, but he's a lock. He's a lock. Um, he's, not a, he's not an iron. Uh, that was, you know, just a joke yeah. from, you know, the finals last Don't year. Because there was about four or five sets in a row where he just had a bit of, bit of a barrier. Poor Ray. Uh, Sean Lane... Grossly overrated, but still oh, good. Mate. Yeah, I don't like him. Um, can't he has a problem with catching the ball? A very fundamental skill when it comes to the game of rugby he's league. A, well, he's a back rower, and he's been playing there for the last what two or three years. Even at Manly, I lo- when he came from Manly, I like this bloke's like, he's yeah, good. I yeah. like him. And then he came to Eels, like you said, dropped a couple balls, yep. hands like feet, diving over the troll line, air loses the ball. Yeah, he loves to do a flick pass too, which never works. So, yeah, I actually rather him in the front row. When he played a couple of games in the front row last yeah, year. Yeah, good call. It's good obvious call. that Brad Arthur said to him, hold the ball and run. And he yep. did that. And obviously, he's massive. So, yep. he made a lot of meters. So, I'd rather him in the front row. I think they probably will do that again this year. Take the ball playing away from him. Oh, yeah. Um, Oregon Cafusi, also very good. Mm, off the Sharks next year. Also very good. Um, number three. Moving on. The we Cronulla. have got the Cronulla Sharks. Sharks. 
haven't cracked the nine. They've got an 8.9. Yeah, 8.9. So, that's another, that's another two drops down. They also got they 13 could, players. They could have been close to the nine, but yeah, look, they're not. So, hmm. what are you going to do? Dale and Toby Rudolph in the front row. Britton Nakora and Wade Graham in the second row and a lock, Cameron McInnes. Very Now, that is a great very, mixture very of experience and mm, youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is so strong. I love it. Well, the thing that, for me, spices it up a lot is Wade Graham. Yeah. And whether he come, maybe, you know, he come on at the 14, we don't know. Um, but if he, you know, even if he starts at 12, he comes on at 14, he's going to have the same impact. Hmm. But him being a genuine half in a back row's body and being a good half in a back row's mm. body is just such an addition to a forward yeah, pack because you, there's, a, for me, there's a big difference between a ball playing lock and a half in a back row's body because the way that Wade Graham actually runs and attacks the line and draws mm. and then maybe throws a grubber in there or throws a, yeah. you know, a cutout ball, it, for a ball playing lock, it's more of like a he'll set up kind of the start of the play yeah. for the halves. You can rely on Wade Graham a lot more to just create something out of nothing. Yeah, he's he's a great player. Like, yeah, he's sort of like a mixture of a center. Yeah, like I said, a half and yeah. a lock. Yeah. But just in that second row position, yeah. he adds a lot. So and he's experienced too. Yeah, you know, he's one of the great players. Uh, Fanukin from the Storm <sighs> in the front row. We put him. Yeah, you know, you he, will, he will. He will because you got Bradley playing. You got Bradley playing nine. Yeah. Cam McKenna's a lock. So Sharks have a. Great balanced team, I reckon. Yeah. Them and, them and the uh, Raiders, I reckon the teams are very balanced. Yeah. So, you've also got Braden Ham Ueli on the bench, who is a beast. Mm-hmm. He might push for that starting spot. Uh, you've yep. got Sia Safatalikai, who, you know, he's built like a brick shit house. He is. He's a big man. He is. He's, he's very a short freak, butt. too. With, with, well, so agile. strong. Agile, too. Yeah. Quick on his feet. He's sort of agile. like but smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So, great. Yeah. Great player. Teague Wilton and Aiden Tolman. Two, you know, to miss out. two strong, strong players. Yep. So. You also got Andrew Fafita if he's fit to play. Uh, Royce Hunt, who's also good. Jack Williams and Franklin Pele, who is massive, I've heard. That's, and he might push for a bench spot because, you know, last year was almost getting into the squad. But, yep. but yeah, this year you could get that start um, debut. Well, that's just Franklin an Pele. incredibly deep forward pack, mm. you know. And not only is it deep, um, sorry, well, not that there's an absurd amount of players, but the quality of, yeah, the of quality every of the player, yeah. you know, it's... Very, very good signs for the very Sharks. Good very good signs for the Sharks. On to number four, the Melbourne Storm. With also also got 13 players and 8.8 out of 10, so 0.1 below the Sharks. You know, it's probably very similar to the Sharks as in, you know, how good it is, but the depth of the Sharks just, just yeah. has them over. Yeah. So they've got Kristen Welch and Jesse Bromwich in the front row, Kenny Bromwich and Felice Kafusi in the back row, and Brendan Smith, the Chewies. The Chewies at 13. The Chewies, champ cheese. And you've got Nas, Kemi Kamita, Eisenhuth, and Tepo Marah. He used to play for the Eels, you know. Do you know Tepo Marah? No, I've seen him. The, the, the thing I've seen him in is he was from rug- Supercoach. From- I've seen him in Supercoach teams. Yeah, well, he came from rugby last last year. He was playing rugby. Yeah. He, a couple of years before that, he was at the Eels. Pretty oh, really? Player. Yeah, right. De- pretty decent. Right. Very tough. You've also got Josh King, Chris Lewis, Jordan Grant, and Trent Liero. So, you know, it's a Melbourne storm. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be up there. You know, Kenny Bromwich, Felice Cavusi, not the most flashiest. Jesse Bromwich, not the most flashiest forwards. It's, the same, deal. it's the same deal with the White Rhino. Yeah. Big Christian Welch. Yeah, yeah, what a flashy, but The so White Rhino. Yeah. So solid, isn't it? Yeah. Great nickname, too. Yeah. Like Great nickname. Um, just a solid, solid pack. And then you obviously you got the cheese just darting up mm. the middle. And the big men, Nars and Kemi Kamika off the bench. Yeah. <sighs> hopefully, Nars wow. can play. We don't, really, yeah. we don't really know what's going on there, but hopefully, he can play. At number five, the Penrith Panthers. Yep. 12 players in their forwards at an 8.8 out of 10. So they're tied with Melbourne Storm and they're also tied with the team below them, which we won't announce yet. Yep. Got to wait. Okay. Moses Leota and Fish Harris at the front in the front row. Uh, second row, Liam Martin and Viliami kick out and at lock, Isaiah, Isaiah Yo. Very good. It is very good. JFH is putting pressure on Payne Haas. And, you know, if you if you come to me and say JFH is the best prop in the comp, I'm... I'm going to disagree, but I'm going to respect it yeah. because it's pretty. It's it's pretty close. He's definitely applying pressure to him. Moses Leota, you know, good. You know, he just gets the job done. Uh, Kikau, in my opinion, is overrated. He is. In my opinion, he's overrated. He's still great and running off. You know, the players like Cleary and whatnot. Mm. He does get over the line a lot, so we have got to give that to him because he will get over the line again this year a lot. But he's just not 
awesome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for Panthers yeah, fans. Yeah, there's a couple errors in him. Yeah. Sometimes his defense isn't great. I'm, I'm calling it. When he goes to the Dogs next year, he'll be nowhere near as good. Yeah. He'll, be, no, he'll be nowhere Obviously, near as good. yeah, he's in the Panthers system, Panthers team, Cleary next to him. Yep. Um, or Luai next to him, depends who's there, but yeah. And then Yell at the 13, who in my opinion mm. is, if not the best lock in the game. Yeah, well, that's what, what I mean. Like, uh, Yell and JFH, yeah, arguably yep. top two in their position, or yep. definitely top two in their position. So, yeah. Very good forward pack. Liam Martin's just a workhorse. Yeah, just gets the job done. Again, you country know, boy. Just country boy. <laughs> Comes from out back, just knows how to chop some blokes yep. down. That's right. You also got Spencer Lenu, who he's a – I like him, man. Yeah. He's so yeah. good. Yep. So much energy off the bench. Yep. Matt Eisenhuth, um, Scott Sorensen, Chris Smith, and then you've also got Eddie Blacker, Lindsey Smith, and Jermaine Hopgood. So not bad depth. Well, it's just, you know, it's just such a strong starting lineup, and mm. then – I, I like some. I, I like Scott Sorensen. Yeah. I think he, he had his moments last year of really good. He also had his moments of not doing a lot. But with that in mind, the starting state of the Panthers team is just really, really, yeah, you really good. You've got them up there. So, so they're at number five. At number six, the New Zealand Warriors. Hmm. They were 16th in our backs list. So, yeah, we've got the uh, New Zealand make, Warriors at 6th. They six make up for it in the forwards, forwards, I'll tell you that. Oh, well, they, they do, don't they? They make up for it. 13 wow. players and at an 8.8 out of 10. And when I tell you about depth, they've got some depth. Oh, mate. Mate. For Newell Blake and Matt Lodge in the front front row, that is deadly. You, know, you don't want to come up against that, do you? No. As we as we said about Fanil Blake, you know the the he can be easily a top three front row in the comp. So hundred yeah, um, percent. You and Aitken, who has announced he's playing in the second row, so he will probably start there. And Josh Curran, who's did he come on the scene last year or the year before? Not I know sure. last year had his outbreak season, yeah. but like yeah, he's he looks the goods, doesn't he? Like yeah, he oh could, yeah, he might play lock. Actually, he'll probably start lock. We've got Toe Harris there at the moment, but this is obviously the best. Yeah, possible. Because Tohu, yeah. Tohu's not coming yeah, back until round, round 10. So you whatever. might see so Karen starting to lock. Yeah, this is just what we think their yeah. epitome will mm. be. You've got Jazz Tavanga, who's in previous seasons has started lock. He's on the rotation. Uh, ben Murdoch-Masilla, who, you know, there's a lot of talk about him being a gun. I think he come from Super League or something like that. Yeah. Bunty Afoa, who is massive. A psycho. Just an absolute psycho. Great hair, too. The big like, hair. Yeah, when you say that big hair. So much volume. Yeah, it's like Papa Lee. When you say that, you're like, jeez. He's just bobbing. It, he's just he? bobbing up and down while he's running out. Like, <laughs> you're a massive, like, massive I bet hair, you, too. I bet he breathes heaps loud, too, like, when he's running out. <laughs> well, imagine him landing on you. Getting, yeah, he's, he's, just going, he's just coming. He's just coming. His hair's bobbing. His he's hair's breathing. His oh. hair. Oh, mate. That would be scary. You also got Bailey Sirenin. And then you got Elisa Katoa, who had a great debut year. He can't even crack the side. Um, Jack Murchie, Aaron Penne from the Storm, who's apparently supposed to be, yep. you know, he's obviously from the Storm, so he's going to be decent, but yep. he might push into that uh, starting team and have a good run. Uh, and Pride, Peterson, Rabadi. I'm not sure, sure who that is. Yeah, you're asking the wrong bloke there, mate. You're asking the wrong bloke there. You're going to have to go talk to anyway, 8. someone 8 out of 10. else. That is great. Great pack. Great pack. Very, very great pack. Just under him at 8.7 out of 10, the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah. At 7th with 11 players. You know, they got the best front row in the comp, you could say. Um, you, Payne will say you will say. Yeah, I will say. Yep. Payne Ars, best in the comp. Um, Thomas Flegler, who I reckon he's so good, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got a great offload game too. Bit of an unfortunate last name. Mm. Flegler. Flegler. Not great. Mm. It's a footy last name, though. Not many Fleglers around, is there? Given it, give, give that to him. It's a footy last name, so Flegler. props to him. Sorry about that. Kurt Capel, obviously from the uh, Panthers. Sharp. Now the, now the Broncos. Sharp. I think he should be a center, but yeah, pretty yep. good in the second row. Um, Jordan Ricky, naughty a, man. A young, scary, good Kiwi. player, I guess. I, I don't really know. Please, just he's a young gun. You yeah, know? He is. he's a young Similar gun. Similar to a Katoni Stag sort of. Yeah, the yep. way he goes about things. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Carrigan at lock, who uh, bloke in a bar. Kempi is touting him as you know the next one of uh, Australian captain apparently. Really? Yeah. Well, he said that he could be the captain of Australia one day. Lord Kemp. You've got to Whatever to he says camp. is true. The beak. So, yeah, the, the, the beak. king of podcasts. The, you know, pe- we look the up people's that, beak. That is that's the epitome. That's where we want to be in a couple of years. You know. Yeah. So he's a, he's a gun. Yes. Um. You also got Ryan James. I don't like Ryan James. Oh yeah. Nope. Interesting. I had him in Supercoach last year. Let me down one too many oh. times, and I don't like Give him. Give him a break. I, I don't. I don't like the him. Poor as man a had like a bloody. Um, injury-ending season at the Titans, and now he's just come back. He's working hard. He's about thirty years old. Surely you can't hate the man. It's a shame. I I do. 
Really? Yep. Because he let me down in Supercoach one day. He lost me. Oh, he man. lost me multiple rounds. So now he's in my bad books. All right, Ryan James, you're listening, Eddie H. Uh, yep. T.C. Rabadi. That's a that's a different name, but I like it. T.C. Rabadi. He did he ever? He I had a he couple cracks last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, he was good. He was good. Mm. Uh, you got Reese Kennedy and Brendan Piakura, and then Corey Jensen and Keenan Palacio as well. So pretty solid by the Broncos. Moving down the list from Brisbane, uh, we come to an eight point seven. The Gold Coast Titans. Same as the Broncos, yeah. Same as the Broncos, yes. Uh, you know, fair. Well, I'd say it's a fair call. With And you've got, you know, Tiano, Fodawaka, and David Feeder in your pack. You know you're going to be up there. Yeah, you got to be. Um, and then there's still a bit of depth about the Titans too because obviously the, the eight starting, you've got Fodawaka, 10 for Malawi. 11 for Fida, 12 Kevin Proctor, who may be getting past it a little bit, but, you know, still good. Yeah, and also Bo Firma might take his spot, but yeah, yeah. that's just predicted. And then Isaac Louis. Liu. Liu. Is it Liu? Yeah, from the Roosters. Yep. Um, and then moving on to their rotation, you've got Jared Wallace, who, whilst he is, I was, I was saying to Jimmy before, whilst he is big and, you know, spit slower and whatnot, he's good. Experience, you know, he's a good player, you've got to have that experience somewhere, yeah. So, yeah, it's good to have him there. And then, Bo Fermor, as we said, could be taking Kevin Proctor's spot, Sam Lasone, and Jamin Jolliffe in their immediate rotation. Uh, moving into the others, there's Herman Sese, who's a good asset to mm. have there. He was good at the night, so yep. he can't really seem to get a crack at the times. I'm not sure if he's yep. injured, but yeah, he's a, he was a good player. Um, Sam McIntyre and Joseph Vuna. I hope I'm saying that right. I uh, think he did, yeah. And that's, you know, that's just a, that's solid. You know, Fodder Waker, someone who killed it in Origin last year, showed us him at his absolute best. Mm. And if he can crack into that and a bit of a bit of club footy in his in his colours, not saying he wasn't really good because yeah. he still is, but if he, if he can crack into that Queensland form, that'll be excellent for the Titans. And then, yeah, obviously partnered in the front row with Tino, just destructive. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Who's the captain now as well. Mm. And then you've got potentially one of the best players in the comp in behind him at a 12 in David Feeder. Yes. If... If he has a go. Yeah, if he has a go. Apparently, he's had one of his, his best preseason yet, you know. Okay. Every player says that before the season. I was about to say, he's not going to come out and say he's had a bad preseason. Know. You but never know. I'm going to trust him. I'm I will trust, trust him, him And I'm going to get him my super coach and watch him get 150 points every week. All right? If That's you trust him, I trust you. So, that means I trust him as well. All right, get him in. If you got super I coach, don't, get I don't know if I will. I, He's announced that he's had a great preseason. I don't care. I don't think I will. Okay. Number nine, the Canberra Raiders. 12 plays in their forwards. 8.6 out of 10, 0.1 below the Titans. You know, very solid pack. Yep. And I think they have a very balanced squad, like I said. Um, Josh Papali and Joseph Tarpanay in the front row. You know, that's just beastly. Yep. That is great. Uh, Elliot Whitehead, probably maybe a bit past it, but he's still very solid. Hudson Young, you know, I reckon he's, he's a dog. He's, I don't. You don't like him? I No, he's just a bad person. Yeah, I mean. he's No, he is. He he's, listen. he's a bad person. <laughs> okay, flat out. He missed multiple, multiple weeks for an eye gouge. Yeah. You know, I'm not really taking anything away from his footy because he is a good footy player, but I don't like him. And I, therefore, don't rate him as highly as other people. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Adam Elliott, the 13. Love Adam um, Elliott. I love Adam Elliott. I don't know. I wish something... we picked him up yeah. at the Dragons. Oh, my God. There's something about this pack that I like. I don't know. I, you do. I you... personally would have it higher. I just The Raiders in general, I've just got something about them this year. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I just look at their team and I They're go... They're on the same level as Corey Thompson. Did... <laughs> like, Maybe you, I'm a Raiders fan. You got some weird crush on them. No, never. You got some weird crush on them. Like, Tarpany is very good, but like you're like... The way you're Tarpany. speaking about him. Oh, mate. I don't know. Something and even, about when I said, even when I said Emery Gould, like, he's not awesome. You know, you tried oh, to strangle good. me. He's I don't good. know what... Corey Horsburgh, he's a beast. Harry Nara, Corey Horsburgh is Cody Goontroth, man. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that oh, when we used to call him Cody Goontroth, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, I really like Harry Nara. Yeah. I really like Harry Nara. You also got Ryan Sutton, and then you've on the others, you've got Peter Holler, Trey Mooney, and Harry Rushton. So, very... Uh, balanced forward pack there at ninth. Um, at number 10, the Manly Seagulls. They are tied of the Raiders at 8.6 out of 10, and they've got 14 players, the most so far, I'm pretty sure. They've got Teniel Paseca, who is massive. Yep. Mark Tepau, who on his day 
was one of the best forwards. Yeah, he's... You know, he's lacked a bit in recent seasons. You could say he's seasons, a little bit but, past it, but... Uh, Ola Kawatu and Schuster. Very good back row. Schuster. Schuster's yeah, what a, a man. Schuster is so The good. first blind bloke to ever play at rugby league, as some would say. <laughs> he he like, actually is legally blind, isn't he? Have you seen that video? I think you have, when he, someone threw his phone Oh, away. man. Oh, <laughs> That's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Oh, He's like, no, don't, 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 don't. And he didn't think he was actually going to do it. Yeah. And then he threw it and he just looked at him like, he's like, disgust. Like, what, what did you just do? What the, what Are you joking? He hoiked it too. He didn't see him do it because he's blind. He just heard the splash. He, <laughs> he heard saw, the splash. He's like, hang on, mate. Did you actually throw that? He saw, he saw a rectangle. <laughs> he saw a rectangle just in the air doing spins. Um, oh, mate. But he's, he's really, yeah. really good. Josh Schuster. 12 and a 6 his body. Schuster. Yeah. Eventually might move to 6 and 4 and, you know, retires. But well, they freaking, they wanted him to play in the halves this year. Yeah. They want him in there. Mm. They want him in there. So, yeah, you got good signs for him. The tackling machine. The best tackler in the comp, Jake Trevojevic. Just chops people for fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a great player. Maybe, maybe lacked... You know, last year, his performances weren't yeah, as good as we yeah. know. But I think that's due to... I just I think that he, with Turbo firing so much last year, mm. he was she was shadowed a little bit, yeah. you know, because he, he'd be, you know, in the middle that maybe gave the ball to one of the halves and yeah. then the halves gave it to mm. Turbo. Like, he was still in it, but he just wasn't in it as much because yeah. of how good Turbo last year. Yeah, but Chase Roach is a beast. Yeah. Uh, you got... Josh Aluai, Oshay Ole. Oshay Ole. Oshay Ole. Oh, my God. Peter Volandis. What was that? Um, you got Sean Kepi, who I didn't really like him, but after watching him, he's pretty good. He's good. I just see, yeah. Ethan he, Bullimore from the Broncos, who's also pretty good. Yep. Carl Lawton, I like him. Yeah. Carl Lawton, he's yep. decent. Yep. Um, Toa Fofa Sipley. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, Andrew Davey, he's from the Eels as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got injured last year, I'm pretty sure, but that's unfortunate for him because I think he was going to get a start too. Damn. You got Ben Trevojevic, the third Trevojevic. Trevojevic. You know, people are saying that he's better than both of them. I mean, I mean, if he's better than Tom Trevojevic, like, I think this is, bef- this is like before he had his yeah. season last year, but yeah. yeah, people are touting him as better than both of them. You know, he's a, I think he's a centre or second row. He's like sort of in between. Them. I think he was playing centres in like when he was playing yeah. juniors. Well, he had his debut well, not last necessarily year. Juniors, but yeah, he got his debut last year and got knocked yeah. out like first tackle. So we haven't seen much yeah. of him yet, but he might push in the the starting squad. Uh, you got Sione Fainu. I don't. Th- that's not that sixteen year old. I don't think. No, I didn't. I, I was looking at that and I didn't know if it was. No, because he's got F- Manasi Fainu, who's the, who was the hooker. He's the hooker. Yeah, he. There's four brothers. So you've got him. You've got. This Sione Fainu bloke, who I think is a front row, I'm pretty sure this bloke... Yeah, well, he's in the forward, so he's a front rower. Yeah. And you've got that 16-year-old, I'm not sure what his name is, the one that signed a massive deal. Yeah, yeah. And then there's one more. They the all the, play footy. The one that's in the paper. They all play footy. And then, like, I was listening to something the other day, like, imagine if one day you got the three Trojeviches and the four Fainus in one <laughs> team. <laughs> oh, Bro, that would be crazy. Imagine that. That would be crazy. Like, it could happen one day, because they're all pretty young. Like... Jeez, that'd be great right, to see I mean, day. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. That's a prediction. Four phonies and three. And then me, then me and you get in there as well. In one team. Yeah, we're the halves, but yep. everyone yes. else can move. Yes. Alec uh, Tui Tavak oh. as well. And then that's it for the Manly Seagulls. 8.6 out of 10. Yep. At number 11, the Newcastle Knights. 8.5 out of 10. 0.1 below the Manly Seagulls. You know, this was tough putting them down there, but... Only like 0.2 below the Broncos. So, obviously, we're not, yeah. they're not that far behind. They've just got no depth. So, yeah, they've got no depth. They've so just got, got no depth. David Clemmer Daniel Safedi, great forward pack. Awesome. Frizzell and Fitzgibbon. Frizzell, beast. Lock and Fitzgibbon, I'm sorry, but probably say the worst backer on the comp, in my opinion. The worst, flat out? I haven't had a close look. Like, if you look at the starting teams right now, right? You yeah. look at the starting teams. I haven't gone through any of the teams and thought, he's the worst backer on the comp, but when I get to Lock and Fitzgibbon, I look at him and go, sorry. Yeah, he's not very good. You know, people are saying he should play Origin two years ago. That's when he had Ponga next to him, feeding him some of the great balls. Yep. You know, yep. Ponga right next to him. He's scoring tries for fun. But, yeah, um, I don't really rate Locke and Fitzgibbon. No, but, neither. You know, Me neither. just my opinion. Mitchell Barnett at Locke, you know, I like him. Yep. He's a beast. Yep. He probably would play second row yeah. if Watson was still there. But he's a good a mix of loss. the new age of Locke and the old yeah. age of Locke, I feel. He's, yeah, he's a good mixture of both. Yeah. Um. Like we said, not much depth. That's why they're a bit lower. You know, you've got Jacob Saifedi, Brody Jones, who are both pretty decent. Yeah. But you've got Pasami Solo, Soaso Sue, and on the others, you've got Jack Johns and Jaira Momasi. So, 
Yeah. While they've got players there, they're just, yeah. compared to other teams, maybe the quality isn't yeah. as great. Yeah. You know, Pasami Solo wasn't in the team last year. I don't think that much. Suaso Su, I think he was injured. Brody Jones, he was good at centre. He, he was good. Of, he was good at centre. One center. of the great games yeah. at centre there. He was incredible. But Jake Safedi, I haven't seen much of him, but, you know, his brother's good. So. Jasef. Mm. Anyway, that's the Knights. Um, still a pretty good score, 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, tying with them at 8.5 out of 10 as well is the Canterbury Bulldogs at 12. They've got 13 players. Now, this on paper, this is a like very solid forward, very solid yeah. pack, isn't it? You know, you've got Paul Vaughan and Luke Thompson up front, Tavita Pengai Jr. and Fatela Mariner in the second row, and Josh Jackson at lock. Yeah. You know, those yeah. outside, um, those second rows, I just reckon they're deadly, eh? Yes. Oh, Pengai very, Jr. and Fatela Mariner in the um, edges. Yeah. That could be very dangerous to some teams. Yeah. Uh, you also got Jack yeah. Hetherington off the bench. You know, I think I said this when they signed Pengai, but like Pengai and Hetherington are some of the worst men on the field. Yeah, that, that's that's the biggest worry for me. And I know we're not taking that into account when we when we rate yeah. them here, but the biggest worry for me for the Bulldogs next year, Pat, like forward pack wise, is discipline. Yeah, exactly. Like so, like you you give me, you know. Fatale Mariner, he's not not poorly bad, I'd say, but, you know, he's a bit of a psycho mm. out there as well. You got, as you, is Luke Thompson, even yeah. Paul Vaughan sometimes. Then you get, you know, Pangai Jr. and Hetherington. Yeah. They could spend multiple, right. multiple weeks on the sideline. Could line. be the best thing ever for the Bulldogs or the worst, yeah. you know. Paul Vaughan, we know he loves a barbecue. <laughs> you know, ruin the Dragons' finals hopes. Last year. another barbecues on the cards this year. Oh, off-season scandal, yep. It's coming up. If Paul they win in a couple of games, you know. Look it in. The Bulldogs are due for a barbecue, I think. No, I still love, I still love Paul Vaughan, but, you know, he did... He's a man. ...somewhat cost us some any any glimmer of hope that we had for the finals. But anyway, moving on, uh, I just think, yeah, that's a bit of a worry for him, discipline-wise. Are the dogs of war back? Hey? Are the dogs of war back? You say, are the dogs of war back? Yes, I did. No. No. They're not. It's a good pack. It's a good pack, but when it comes to the dogs... It's got dogs of war written on it, but I don't think they can be. No. No, and you know, Pengai Jr., Luke Thompson, like we said, I'm not going to keep naming them, but you know, yeah, very, very solid, very aggressive, very, pack, very solid. Um, and it, it did hurt us put a pretty, pretty decent pack, well, pretty, quite good pack. Uh, at tw- what will we, we'll we have, Matt? Sorry, well, 12th, but like we said, like they're still 1. 2 below the Broncos, they're still an like, 8.5, still, yeah. so it's still a strong pack, which is what you got to understand, yeah. You got Waddell, Corey Waddell, uh, Jackson Tapine, Avis, Samuel. Hey, good luck, the guy. Uh, you also got Joe Stimson, Max King, Matt Dury, and Chris Patolo. So yeah. yeah, Bulldogs very solid. It'll be interesting to see how they go this year. It will be. It will be. At number thirteenth, okay, this one was very tough. The South Sydney Rabbitohs. You may have been listening, going, "Where's the Rabbitohs in this?" You yeah, I've got them at thirteenth. You got to hear. You got to listen. They've got eleven players. In their forward, so not the which best is low, depth which is low compared to other teams. Eight point four out of ten, we've given them once again. Eight point four, still pretty good. Oh, it was tough to put a team like this with Cam Murray in it at thirteenth, but you know you got Tavita Totola and Mark Nichols, who compared to other forward packs, it's just it's okay. Yeah, you got Jai Arrow if he plays at second row, and Kola Matangi. That's a pretty good edge, you know, um, duo, but. Once again, Arrow might not play there, and it's still like. And Arrow's Arrow's really good, but you yeah. know he's not he's not in that. He's a better lock. He's not in that upper upper class for the second row. You mm, know that, what I mean? Yeah, like, I agree. Uh, you got Cam Murray, obviously probably the best lock in the comp yep. at thirteen. But their rotation: Liam Knight, Tom Burgess, Jacob Poston, Harme Sele. You know, it's not. It's just it's, it's not, not there. Great. It's not there, and it, it did suck. But you got to understand that we're not just throwing them down here. We're comparing them to the teams above yeah, them. Exactly, and. With the f- uh, the front row potentially lacking a little bit compared to other teams, Keon Kalamatungi is obviously a beast as we saw last year. Cameron Murray, again, as you said, one of the best locks, if not the best lock in the comp. Gyro may be playing a little bit out of position there in the second mm-hmm. row, uh, not not to where he'd naturally achieve his best. Yeah. And then yeah, you move onto the bench and you just don't have the people to back it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just don't have that that strength to back it up. So they are quite low. And we do acknowledge that Cam Murray is probably the best in his position, but it's so a shame. But they made the grand final last year and not many players left. I didn't really think of that. Like, and they yeah. took it to the Panthers. Yeah, but, you know, 
we're anyway, not, we're not changing. We're, we're going. We're going off the players yep. on the paper. Chelsea Rabbit at thirteenth. Um, at number fourteenth, your boys, the St George Dragons. Sixteen players in the forwards. Yes, sir. They have so many forwards. It's not funny. Eight point three out of ten. You know, maybe if they got rid of a couple of the forwards, you know, they might bought a couple. You know, outside backs. They might have moved yeah. up the order in the backs list. Yeah. Yeah. You got Jack DeBellin and Aaron Woods in the front row, pending if DeBellin plays there. Uh, Sewer and Sims in the edge, and then Jack Bird at lock if he plays there. Um, you know, pretty, pretty good. That's solid. It's and solid. The, the thing that I like about the St George Dragons lineup here is what I said to you is that you can take the people from the rotation, shuffle them around, and still have quite a strong forward pack. You know, whilst it's not extremely strong now, you don't necessarily lose a lot of strength. Say if Jack Bird plays in the centres, and you move to Bell and back to lock, you know, you throw like a George Burgess. In the front row, Josh Maguire, or even a Blake Laurie in the front row. Whilst it's not awesome, you, you've got that, that there to back it up. But I understand why they are so low um, at the, the 14th. They are still an 8.3, but. Yeah. Good mix of experience there, but like they got DeBellin, Sims, Woods, Burgess, Josh Maguire. You know, in terms of experience, that's probably the most experienced yep. uh, group of forwards, I'd say. Yeah. So you never know. Could. Do them a favour, but, you know, we'll wait and see, won't we? Like you said, they've got Laurie and Burgess. They've also got Fui Mayanu um, and Josh Maguire. They've also got Francis Molo, Daniel Alvaro, Josh Kerr, Billy Burns, Jack Gowitski, Gowitski, Jackson Ford, and Pawasa Farmasili. Yes, sir. So a lot of players there. There's a lot of players. Interesting to see. I mean, Jack Bird, Billy Burns, potential centre. Sorry, no, don't worry. I won't get into it. I won't get into it. But, yeah. They, Francis yeah, Moller, I like him. I yeah. like Daniel Alvaro. No, I don't He's like an Eels player, so you, know, you can't... I don't like Daniel Alvaro either. Great. But um, West Tigers at 15th. Once again, good pack, but we just had to put someone at 15th and 16th, didn't you? you they know? are tied with 8. the Dragons 10, yep, tied, tied with Dragons. Uh, you know, you've got Stefano, Utakamano, and James Tamo in the front row. Um, Luciano, Leilua, and Luke Garner on the edges, and Alex Twile at lock. That's depending if Twile does play at lock, he might play in the front row, but... Yep. You also got Peachy who could play a lot. Off and Joe, off and Jeez. Sean Bloor, Zane Marsgrove, and that's it for the rotation. You've also got Thomas McKayley, Alex Safarth, Tuki Simpkins, and Kelma Tuolagi. Jeez, I've said a lot of names today. You have said a lot of names. You're doing well. You're yeah. doing well. I'll give you that. I'm, I'm glad that I don't stuff usually have to say them. Yeah. Anyway, Stefano, you know, Gun. he's a young beast. Gun. Great player. Tamo, bit past, past it. it. Yep. Luciano Lalua, Gun, Luke Garner. Great try scorer, Luke Garner. Yeah. I like Luke Garner for a try mm, scorer. He does like a try. I love him a try in a multi. Yeah. Uh, you also got Alex Twile, who's probably, you know. Not a great try scorer. Loves a tackle. <laughs> loves a tackle. Loves a tackle. Still, hates a try. Still looking for a meat pie yeah. in the NRL. I think it's almost 100 games. It's 80-something. It's, it's got to be. It's 80-something, I think. Still yeah. looking for the meat right like, You want to have a prediction right here? Alex Twile to score this year. <sighs> You want to bet on it or you want to predict it? No, I'm betting on it. It's We're paying, betting on paying, it. Uh, I just looked at sports bets. I think it's twenty-five dollars and sixty cents. Twenty. Jesus, specific. So Alex Tyler to score a try this year. Specific. Yep. We're, we're going on it. We're on it. We're so going. Get let's on go, that. Alex. Um, so yeah, like we said, he loves a tackle. I think last year he had the best tackling efficiency Righto. in the whole NRL. Yeah. So you're not getting past him. If you no, run at him, no. you just don't run at him. Don't run at him. Too much. Don't do it. Um, so yeah, that's the Tigers. Not much to say there. Last of all, decent, but at sixteenth. The North Queensland Cowboys, you know, they were pretty low on the backs last week. Yeah. I think they're in for a tough year. Uh, they got 14 plays at 8.2 out of 10. They're still an 8.2. 0.1 below Tigers. They're so still an 8.2. 8.2 out of yeah. 10. Still yeah. good. Still good. But when you look at this team, you know, or this, sorry, this forward pack, you got Jason Tamalolo, one of the best forwards of all time. Yep. And he's in the forward pack that is coming, well, according to us, 16th. Jordan McLean, who was at the uh, Storm and he was a beast there, he's... Hasn't done much for the yeah, Cowboys. He just, yeah, he just blends in. Cohen Hess, who in his first couple of years was a gun. Yep. He was a beast. Yeah, he just blends in a little bit as well. Yeah. Like, Halem Lukey, who is a very... Great youngster. Youngster. Yeah, he's young and he's great. You know, very good. Um, Ruben Cotter, who if he starts at lock is pretty decent. So you look at that forward pack and you just go, at their best, that could be in the top eight. But yeah. it just you can't just say that because yeah. as yeah. of the past three seasons, it hasn't been that yeah, good. Exactly right. But you've got Jermaine Tenille-Brown. From the Warriors, I think he moved to the Cowboys last year. He's pretty good. Mitchell Dunn, um, he might play at lock or second round. I'm not sure. Lachlan Burr, also from the Warriors, he's pretty good too. Jeremiah Nenai. 
I suppose. No, he's, he's apparently very yeah, good. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. I heard he's pretty decent. He's apparently very good. You got uh, old Ben Condon. <laughs> Loves a try. You got Big Benny Condon. Uh, possibly the most overrated Supercoach player. Um, Who? Ben Condon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. I know had him in their team last year. And, um, you know. He I didn't, didn't, didn't reap the rewards. He did liked he? him, but, you know, I didn't really like him. He scored a couple of tries, and I said, you know, that's boosting his scores. But yeah. he, he said, you know, yeah. he keeps scoring tries. doesn't matter, does it? Uh, you've also got Emre Pert, Griffin Name, Tom Gilbert, and Emre Pert. So, okay depth. As you, I said, 14 players. you got the same there. person there twice. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they look Maybe very, very Emre, similar. No, they, they got look two. Two Emre Pers. Extremely similar. Two Emre Pers in the team. <laughs> Shout out Emre Pert. Listen. Hey, one mistake off 16 teams is fine. Yes. That's fine. Mistake. That's gotta fine, be like, Jimmy. Almost got there. It was the last team. The last team. But yeah, anyway. It's, it's 8.2. Um, it's just, it gets to the point where you just got to compare it to other teams and how we seriously think that they're going to yeah. go. So we're sorry if your team's low, but, you know. Yeah, that's how it is. We just liked on these rankings. Yep. Hopefully you like them too. That's how it is. So that is the forwards for the true blue rankings for each club. Um Hope you enjoyed that. So Next week, as we said, the spines. Yep. We've knocked you know, over down the, the backs. We've knocked over the forwards. The most important part. Now you're going to knock over the middles. The middle of the field. It's going to be good. The spine. Yes. But so that anyway, was, was that good. is that. Now, shit tip of the week. Last week, my horse came third. I had it each way on the story if you looked at that. So hopefully you got on that because that's a win if it obviously had it each way. Yep. Eddie, both your horses came second. Uh, yeah, t- Tough. Tough titties, you know. If you ain't first, you're last. You know. That's right. Second is just Unless the first. Way. Second is just the first play to lose. Like first, <laughs> you know, first place to lose, isn't it? But it was close. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Uh, it was very, very unfortunate that Yee Yee lost mm. last week. I, I honestly picked my horse and I was like, you know what? We'll throw Yee Yee on there just to be safe, you know, because it's almost a guaranteed win. Now we look like even bigger, bigger idiots because mm. we had three. Um, but you know we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I think that the Saturday morning idea is a good idea. Yeah. So once again, we'll do that on this Saturday morning. We're at the tip on the story. Yep. Yeah. You know, no one's really getting on it, but we just like doing it. So yeah, exactly. Stay you tuned. Know, but as as we've always said, we don't count the losers. We don't. We don't count the losers. You know, like I said, it's shit tip of the week. But you know. Yep. I said maybe if we got a couple right, we maybe could move it up to the average tip of the week. Yeah. But I think it might have to go down. No. But you know. Nope. I think shit's the bottom. We no, can't go lower than we're that. not going down. We're going up. Only yeah. way is up, mate. Only way is up. Only anyway, way is up. That is it for episode eight of the True Blue Sport <laughs> Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed another long one. Uh, follow the Instagram at TrueBlue.Sport. Like the Facebook if you haven't already. That's yeah. new. TikTok. Yeah, the TikTok. Hit up the TikTok, uh, please. TrueBlue.Sport, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, follow the podcast, turn on your notifications, all that. Once again, send through your listener questions. We get heaps, but you know. There's too many to look at sometimes. Maybe yep. we'll just do once yep. a week, but yep. send them through. Um, Supercoach episode as well. I think that will be out, let's say, su- Sunday night it'll be out. Sunday night? Sunday night, Supercoach right episode. Right so make sure you listen to that if you love your Supercoach. Yep. Once again, Eddie. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, week in, week out, we're here for you. We're on the mic. Sitting across from me is my good friend, Jimmy. My name's Eddie. Together, we're True Blue. We love doing it. As Jimmy said, keep the viewer questions coming in. And I'll say it one more time, check the TikTok out because you need to see Jimmy's skill. Most importantly, never forget, have a great day. I'm going to go have dinner with Wayne. I'll see you next week.